Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-605-6995. Immediately, that's 800-605-6995. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-605-6995 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-605-6995. That's 800-605-6995. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-605-6995 for your free author submission kit. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radiolawtalk.com, the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth, other than those really cool alien uh, talk shows that, man, you can't beat an alien talk show late at night driving through the desert of Nevada, heading to um, uh, hang out with people that paint their bodies late. Uh, and usually you want to be on a side road somewhere, not necessarily the freeway. Or through the cornfields of Nebraska, but not on a main highway. A farm yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you ha- it has to be a lightning storm oh, and maybe oh, a little yeah. bit of rain. Yeah. Hail. And yeah. like October 30th. Yeah, and you have to feel like you're, you're in great danger of sliding off the road or some other, you know, not collision, but, you know, some other nasty thing's going to happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to go to college. When I went to college, we, it was a long drive. We drive across two states from where we live to go to college, and it was about a 10-hour drive. And I'm telling you, it's, you know, as college students, you leave at 5 o'clock in the evening to head home. You know, it's not like you're leaving. You're not smart. You know you're not smart and get up early and leave during the day. It's late at night. And, you know, you start getting tired around 11 o'clock at night. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like, what do you do? Find the AM station and the alien shows. And that, you're like, okay, I'm, look, a Dr. Pepper's helped a little bit, but it's still not getting me there. Um, and those alien shows, I'm telling you, I miss those days of driving across, you know, 10 hours, the desert. White to get knuckle there. drive and a White ghost story. <laughs> and the best part about it, and let me tell you another quick tidbit here. My brother and my accountant, we have an in-house accountant that's been my friend since fifth grade, and we went to, all went to college together, and we're all professionals now, and, and we can afford to fly. And we said... Let's take a road trip to head back to college because a lot of our boys are now going back to the same college area. They're not necessarily going to that college, but there's a number of colleges in the area. Let's go back there and take a drive. The three of us, just like old times, we'll leave at 5 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock at night, and we'll drive 10 hours, and we'll get there. We'll see the boys, and then after another day, we'll come back. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? (laughs) And we kind of, I was in the car with my friend, I looked at him. He looked at me. He goes, 
That's a one-hour flight. Let's just jump on the plane. <laughs> Smart <laughs> it man. It tells you what we've done. And I said, we, maybe we could charter a jet. <laughs> you know, just, and just the completely different level that we've come to. We're, we're a bunch of yeah. old guys. It's like, uh, and my wife goes, oh, no, you guys will never make it. Don't even try. Don't try. I can see us like two hours in. Oh, there's a hotel. Let's pull off the right there. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about a lot of fun things today. We're going to talk about Nicki Minaj, which we already – well, we already did talk about Nicki yes, Minaj. Yes, we did. We're going to talk about TikTok. We're going to talk about Tiffany and uh, Tiffany's sale of its company to Louis Vuitton. We're going to talk about how much money. We're going to talk about a national security uh, surveillance court finds the FBI uh, re- uh, regularly does a few issues. And actually, Fox News brought this up. Uh, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to have a case or no case. And then at the very end of hour three, uh, we always do a thing called quick takes. And what quick takes is, is look, we know there's only so much time you've got to listen. There's only so many things you're going to remember. And a quick take is our overall assessment of one or two issues we discussed. And we're going to just do a little quick take, a tidbit for you go, to go home and remind the family around the dinner table prior to uh, Saying your blessing on the on yeah, the food. It's like a Radio Law Talk bumper sticker. Yes, kind of like that. Yes, it's just like a bumper yeah, sticker. Yeah. And, and the, the explanation of quick takes just took ten times longer than the That's quick exactly takes right. should take. <laughs> That's exactly right. 855-529-7234. 855-LAW-RADIO. Cal, roll. Case or no case. All right, here we go. I'm going to do that. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Okay, Lee was a very, very busy man, and my mouth stopped working. Nonetheless, he was a Lee was a very busy man. Lee, Lee. Name was Lee. Lee Majors is his name. No. Oh. Lee had to just left one car company, Ford, to go to work for Chrysler. He was a busy man. I mean, bullets flying all over, metaphorically speaking. But Lee had some health issues, so Lee had to go to the doctor's office to get an endoscopy. You know, where they they kind of looked at the inside of your gizzard to see if he had an ulcer. And so he goes to the doctor's office. Appointments for one o'clock. He waits, and then he waits, and then he waits some more. At about 2.15, he gets up and storms out of the office, and the receptionist said, we'll charge you for having missed the appointment, sir. And he said, oh, yeah? Stormed out the door, never went back. So he got a bill. Missed appointment fee, 50 bucks. He said, I am not paying that 50 bucks. Doctor said, yes, you are, you pompous jerk. And so the doctor decided to seek legal counsel. And I ask you, case or no case, which one would prevail in such a matter if, in fact, it were a case? And, Mr. Penny, I'm going to start with you, if you don't mind. Hmm, Very interesting. I think I know the answer. But I'm trying to think of a quick uh, legal analysis. Um, The doctor could, if there is an agreement uh, with you about if you sign something, maybe when you first walk in, remember they say when you first walk in, fill these papers out. And as you fill these papers out, do uh, and the papers say you're going to get charged 50 bucks if you leave before you get seen, and there's a minimum 50 Well, there's, bucks. A, there's a missed appointment charge. I mean, right? That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Right. And, but did they sign the document? I'm assuming they did sign these documents that said there's a $50 missed appointment charge. Um, uh, if they don't have that agreement, then they're not going to be charged 50 bucks. I'm going to assume they signed it because they always have to sit down and sign all these papers before you... Uh, sit there and wait forever for the doctor, and if that's the case, then the doctor would win. But I'm going to say this is a 
a common occurrence that occurs all the time, but not a case. All right, so no case for Mr. Penny. No case. Ms. Dirks, what say you, case? Oh, I think it's Todd. Ta- it's oh, I'm Todd, sorry, you're right, Todd. to your left, dealer's yeah, left. Yeah, you forgot yeah, all about Todd. Todd no, I never forget You know, about he Todd. always, never, like, tries never. to expand on the story. Oh. Or expound. That's, that's what they're <laughs> All right. So See, I'll, those of you who have been with us for four years. I'll, 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 give, I'll give the Denise Dirks answer. Um, so let me get this straight. There was a guy who was... He goes to an was, right? Through, <laughs> I know and, who it is. He, he's an employer from one and then goes to another, and then he's really busy... <laughs> um, Busy guy. Yes, yes, Mr. Um, I.O. Coca. And so um, I'm going to say that this is not a case because he didn't technically miss the appointment. He was there. He had an agreement to be there at a specified time. The doctor didn't perform, made him wait. You know, time's money. This also reminds me of an episode of Seinfeld where the exact same thing happened. Oh, but, <laughs> what? But, Did uh, it? A Seinfeld? Oh, I know all the Seinfeld episodes. Seinfeld episode of this happened where he charged the girl that he was dating. You know, and she canceled the appointment so she could go skiing. And he got really ticked off that he had to cancel the appointment. But anyway, I'm going to say it's a, an occurrence but no case. This he, The doctor goes to talk to his attorney according to the way he set it up. And I think the attorney said <laughs> for 50 bucks. Yeah, I, I oh, I this is a principal matter now. I, I would, Lee, I, I, would, I wouldn't, mess with me. I wouldn't yeah. waste your time on this. And besides, you're going to lose because he didn't miss the appointment. He was there. You didn't take him in at the agreed upon time. You made him wait 45 minutes or however long it was. So okay. I so what, what I'm I'm missing the point. Do you have no a point case. there? No the point case. is no case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So all three of you. All three oh, of you. Denise has a oh, Denise no. Oh, just all two of you. Now it's Denise's <laughs> turn. Denise's turn, Cal. I have just I've been, been shut down been at a, every turn. I've been a rotten dog. No, here. it's I'm been so three sorry, out, almost I, three hours. I am at, tired. I'm at 42 right now. Yeah, you're right there. You I are demand right a there. recount. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this it is Lee Iacocca, and this is a very famous case. It's Dr. Watson versus Lee Iacocca. What? <laughs> Guess what? What? No case. <laughs> Those what's of you who say point? it was no case, may I see quickly? We have a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, congratulations to yeah. you. Cal made Not it up. Not a case. <laughs> Completely made up. Because that's what happens to Cal all the time when he goes to the doctor. I tried and I tried to put a famous name to it just to see if you might go, well, sure, I can yeah. make sense that he would do that. Well, so. let's talk about TikTok when we get back, and we'll talk a little bit about Tiffany's... Uh, Sail to Louis Vuitton. We'll be right back. You guys are tied. Oh, we're wow, still loaded. We're losing. Awesome. Stay tuned. Out, There's Cal. much more Radio Law Talk coming up. You stick around. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens? Fact, more than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So we know what's going on on TikTok. Those of you who've been around, uh, TikTok is, uh, Trump is threatening to shut them down due to the fact that China owns uh, a company that owns most of TikTok, and it's called ByteDance. And uh, the, apparently the time is running by this... Well, so wait, wait, let me finish. So... Uh, it's it's running soon, but in, not until November is what's happened is they're not going to allow any new things on TikTok or new people to join TikTok 
through November. That's the latest. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. Um, that's the latest on what's going on with TikTok and President Bush. I mean, President Trump. God, President Trump. Right. But however, earlier in the week, an employee tried to bring a lawsuit at the same time that TikTok sued uh, uh, Pre- President Trump or his administration, trying to claim that, uh, look, I'm going to lose my salary and I'm going to lose money if you do this, and I have a right to not that you guys don't have that right. So the executive order that came out was actually worded in such a way that it appeared to forbid any transaction uh, with TikTok. Right. Did it, it, it forbade any TikTok from engaging in any transactions with anybody in the U.S. Any U.S.-based stuff. And so this guy files a lawsuit saying, well, "Wait a second, I'm an employee of TikTok. Does the payment of my salary?" fall under the umbrella of, quote, transactions, as you guys have framed them. And that was an issue that was going back and forth, and he sought a a temporary restraining order. Ultimately, the government came out and said, yeah, we're not including salary in this. We're not including salary in terms of the transaction. So, yeah, you can still be paid by TikTok. Um, but But what the government did clarify was the fact that essentially, but but look, if TikTok chooses to go out of business and they can't pay your salary and they and they no longer have an ongoing concern. We're not going to guarantee your salary as some sort of a benefit because the government shut TikTok down. We're right. not going to do that. But if TikTok wants to pay you, yeah, they can pay you. This executive order isn't going to preclude that. It just remains to be seen whether TikTok is going to be an ongoing business concern still paying employees. I mean, they mail everybody off. And so that was sort of the, the ruling that he got. He wasn't really happy with that. Well, and the well, yeah, and the court said what? There's no restraining. We're not going to do a restraining order. Yeah, right? we're not going to do an injunction. Right. Yeah. No restraining order. Especially in light of the fact that the government has just said no, we're not going to. There, there's nothing to protect. The government just essentially admitted they're not going to go after your salary. But then the guy wasn't happy with that. He says, "Well, wait a second. Hold on. Well, if if the government shuts down TikTok because they think they're nefarious actors with China." What does that essentially do to my resume as somebody that has worked for TikTok? And now, you know, it's this blight on my resume. And it's like, yeah, dude, we, we, no, we we can't get into that. So, you know, nice try, but it's. So, So right now it's the TRO. He, the temporary restraining order has been not been granted and, uh, the government can still go forward. And I'm trying to look up what's the latest as of today. Is there anything new as, Today, uh, on the TikTok, I, I I didn't see anything. The thing that I liked in this uh, whole thing was the attorney for the employee that brought the lawsuit. The attorney later, because attorneys always have to take credit, right? Attorneys always have to be the one that says, "Look, things were going the way they were going, but I'm the one that stepped in to save the day." It's the it's the legal equivalent of the basketball player who's pumping himself on the chest. All me. That right. was all me. Because the attorney is saying. Well, I think the fact that the government had to step in and clarify that salaries would still be paid and it's not part of the transaction indicates that the government was very afraid of this TRO that I had filed. <laughs> you know, right. and, and it was all me. I scared the government. It's like, okay, dude, whatever. <laughs> you know, good for you. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to figure out is because uh, they've got a deal with Oracle going, correct? They do. I kind of, I kind of see this as. Because they said that, look, we're not going to shut TikTok down. It won't go into effect until November. I think what they're doing is saying, all right, 
stop dragging your feet. You guys got to poop or get off the pot here with this deal. And and this is what we're looking at here. If there is a deal between Oracle and TikTok to change hands and Oracle will take it over, fine. We're going to give you till November. But don't come crying to us in November saying, oh, we didn't get it done, so China still wants to run TikTok. No, you either get it done or TikTok's going away, and they're giving them till November to get it. Get yeah, it and, I, and I think what it is is they're just banning, because I saw, I follow TikTok, and it's at Frederick, if you want to follow my TikTok, and it's you at... A Todd K. A Todd K, Denise, you even, you're more of an Dirk Instagrammer. Slaw. Dirk Slaw, you're more of an Instagrammer than... than uh, no, not Instagrammer, more of a nothing. nothing. I, I do nothing. Okay, there we go. There um, you have it, folks. There's a sound bite that you, you know, just... I do nothing. Cal, I, I hope we... That, that one's... Okay. Oh, it'll be on the record, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking Denise is more in the anti-social media. Yep. Yes. Well, but but what I was trying to say is the latest is, is I think it's... They're not going to allow any new users to come on, I think, to TikTok. I don't know. I was reading it just just last night, and I can't remember. But the, the, I think they're not going to allow new people to download the exactly app right. and stuff like that. And, and right. look... You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, Trump is just trying to shut this down because of the effect of the election. Well, here's the thing. I see a ton of pro-Trump stuff on TikTok. I mean, to a certain extent, if that argument was correct, he's cutting off the nose to his nose to spite his face because there's a lot of pro-Trump stuff on there. There's anti-Trump stuff. I don't know how. I, I, Maybe he can get rid of Twitter and start TikToking. <laughs> I, well, I, now you're raising constitutional issues. Is he just trying to stifle the political comment? Well, the, pro- the problem is if he is based upon the number of pro-Trump stuff that I saw in there. He's stifling what I have seen as a majority of people that are in support of him. Well, that's because so, that's what no, you get. T- no, TikTok yeah, is yeah. geared TikTok toward is, what your yeah, interests no, are. But, but TikTok is yeah. the opposite. It's more liberal by far because it's a younger crowd. And there's, believe me, I see a lot more hate Trump stuff. And again, it's it's just there's a lot of everything on there. But. In this TikTok case, there was one thing that the government did that I kind of all glossed over. And it's a very important fact. They agreed to facilitate the processing of any outstanding H-1B visas that were yes. the applications of potential TikTok employees. What does that mean? Explain that. That means please. immigrants for purposes of becoming right. employees of TikTok. So there are made a, they made a commitment of trying to facilitate the processing of those as soon as possible. Take a guess when we come back uh, how much it's going to cost to sell Tiffany's. We'll be back. A couple of bucks, I'm guessing. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk continues in just a minute right here. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 
800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 if you are trying to quit is this real life Oh, that's Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Tiffany's is famous for the famous Tiffany egg, right? Can you, can and, you and get breakfast at Tiffany's? Uh, you can get breakfast at Tiffany's, but it's something <laughs> about this egg thing, and I don't know. But Tiffany... No, had an egg. It's egg. a packaging. Yeah, they have a special packaging. No, but they but they call it the egg. Don't they? Something about the egg. There's a Tiffany egg. It is. It's, an, it's an egg. It's an egg-shaped package. Right. But I'm saying yes. that's what I'm saying. It's not an egg. But that's that's what they're famous for. Now we're that... not confusing it for that Russian egg. What's the Russian egg that uh, you know? Does uh, oh yeah, with the all it goes yeah. smaller and smaller, smaller, smaller. Is it no, a scrambled egg? A, a bejeweled egg. egg. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. I'll look it up. Don't worry about so it. So here's what it is. So so Tiffany has been sold to Louis Vuitton. And Louis Vuitton purchased the amount. Now, Cal, you're the one that doesn't read our articles. So how much do you think, and if you want to call in 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, how much do you think that they sold Tiffany, to, uh, the, the, the store, the company, to Louis Vuitton? Well, good question. I'm going to guess in the billions, probably... Between nine and twelve billion. That's just a wow. Sixteen billion dollar deal with a B. That was close to being exactly right. (laughs) That is crazy. To me, that's just a lot of money. I mean, well, it hasn't sold yet. I know, but there's an agreement and a contract to sell them. Now let's. We're going to all talk about this, but I'm going to get into one thing. So this lawsuit. Now what's happened? Obviously, because of COVID. Guess what? Louis Vuitton's going, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know that you're worth $16 billion anymore because of COVID and things have gone down. And there's a thing called a uh, MAE. What is an MAE? A, uh, go ahead. It's a material adverse effect. Okay, so remember those words. That's what we're going to talk about. It may. But what they do is they bring this lawsuit in the Court of Chancellery in Delaware. Now, everyone hears out there... Wow, everybody files in Delaware. Corporations file in Delaware. Why do they file in Delaware? Let me tell you what the Court of Chancellery is. The Court of Chancellery is basically in Delaware. They have multiple tiers of courts. But this is a special court in Delaware that um, rules on corporate law and disputes without juries. And what happens is corporations usually 
don't like juries to hear things because juries going to automatically go, ah, it's a corporation, it's a, you know, who cares, you know, give. I mean, generally deep speaking, pocket. yeah, deep pocket. But and they're they're very well known. This court as being very intelligent individuals on this court. Now, why is it that the Delaware Court of Chancery would have jurisdiction over something like this? Do you know why? Tell us Perhaps. Because many, most of the corporations, when they file their articles of incorporation to achieve corporate status, do so in the state of Delaware. It's a very corporate-friendly state. Nevada was trying to compete with it to have Nevada be like the Delaware of the West. But... Most corporations file in Delaware. In fact, when you get your little credit card companies and all this kind of stuff, you look. Usually, it's a Delaware address where they want or, you to go or, back to, or South Dakota, it's or South, South Dakota. But yeah. Delaware is like the king of where they file. So, if you have two corporate entities that have their American corporation filings in the state of Delaware, well, then guess what? Delaware has jurisdiction over disputes between that, so you can file there because it's like they reside there. Yes. And so, and that's the reason they do it is because you know you don't want a jury a lot of times. Not that people people are smart, but some of these get very complicated. This corporate stuff, even lawyers, it's complicated for lawyers, let alone a jurors, trying to figure this out and make a decision. So that's why the courts decided here in the court of chancellery. So that's where it is. Yep. And there's been a lawsuit basically filed by Tiffany saying, "Hey, wait a minute." You can't try to claim this uh, MAE that we didn't, that, you know, we've got an agreement that you need to pay us the $16 billion, I believe by November, sometime in November, and a deal's a deal. Is that right? That, that's true. You know, you think about it. If I make an offer and then you agree to that, we have a contract. That's in its basic things. And then and the both sides have to perform. And sometimes there are things that allow one party to get out of a contract if it happens. This material adverse effect is one of those. And the problem that they've got is this court of chancery doesn't look like, upon yeah. MAE as the basis for getting out of a contract too favorably. And so I think that um, Louis Vuitton is going to have an uphill battle trying to convince this court that the COVID-19 pandemic is a le- is an MAE legitimate to the extent that it should nullify the contract. Now, there's an interesting statistic related to lawsuits that begin as an MAE-based lawsuit, and that is that most of them settle, and most of them settle for, on average, about a 15% reduction in the original sale price. Now, the, the fun thing about this, too, is that um, Louis Vuitton has alleged that Tiffany has actually financially mismanaged themselves during this pandemic. So they're not just claiming the pandemic alone, but they're talking about the financial mis- mismanagement by if, Tiffany. If I were Tiffany's, I'd say, yeah, why do you think we're for sale? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing. So it's going Go to be ahead. a hard, and we don't have a, a decision on this yet. Right. But I'm thinking that, and well, most of the experts are saying that this material adverse effect is not going to be invoked and will not be upheld in this case. But we don't know. Well, we'll a lot of the see. case law, a lot of the case law, if you go back and look at the case law in Delaware, the inclination is almost always to save the deal. And so, and they go through, there's a number of different cases that have, that have found, nah, doesn't matter, that's not, 
like you said, MAE is not the important thing, the material adverse event, and it's got to be a really serious breach, it sounds like, in, in Delaware. Now, the question becomes, if Louis Vuitton purchases Tiffany, does that mean they then become step in the shoes for the um, – uh, Tiffany, in terms of all the leases it has around the country. Yeah, because you know? of, uh, the problem is, is, is the pandemic. The pandemic, and, and they've got some huge Can't, leases. It, New York. And do they owe a lot of tenants? You know, a lot of, sorry, a lot of rent. Um, you know, New York, a lot of places that were there, um, steadfast, big, big companies. But they're lot, not there anymore. They're leaving the a, area. A lot of times these acquisitions are made so they can say, okay, well, BK will be, declare bankruptcy. Hang on to the assets that we can, spin off, get rid of the bad stuff, and, and get the good stuff and either spin it off or keep it, you know? I mean, I can see where that would be possible. And by the way, the egg I was thinking about, Fred, is the Fabergé egg. Oh, Fabergé right. yeah, egg. So, yeah, yeah, but so, the, yeah, but in this case, Louis Vuitton is French. It's a French company. Right. So if it, it takes on all this liability, can it really file bankruptcy and discharge if they're French, they're paying me. <laughs> well, unless Louis Vuitton has an American sub uh, and I'm sure they holding do. that they, yeah. they might How have. many stores are there in the world and in the United States of Tiffany stores? How many? Do you have any idea? I guess 15. There are 326 stores wow. worldwide. I, I didn't no realize idea. worldwide. There are, I believe, in the United States, so 80 or something like that, but 326 worldwide. Now, the interesting thing to me about this case is the strategy being employed by both sides about when the ultimate trial should take place. Because Tiffany's is pushing for this to be fast-tracked. They want it to be done now. They want it to move. And Louis Vuitton, in their filings, wants it out there accusing Tiffany of, quote, they say they, say they clearly fear a serene and fair rendering of justice. I've never heard the court process being described as serene. Or I've fair. always <laughs> I've always heard it being described as an adversarial system, which exactly. is the opposite of serene. Exactly. But you know why they want to do that? Tiffany's wants this to be decided while we're still in the middle of the pandemic right. facing the repercussions of the pandemic. They don't want it to be done six months from now after, you know, maybe there's a vaccine and everybody's back to work and everybody's and doing shows stuff. Still tank. Yeah, they, they don't want to do that. They want to do it now while their damages and their claim for the cause of the damages are still present and in front of the body or the judge that's making the decision. See, Tiffany wants that. Louis that's what v Tiffany, okay. Louis Vuitton wants to kick it out. Right. But, yeah, because Louis Vuitton doesn't want to go through with the sell. Yes, they, and, no, and, they don't. They want to get out. That's Tiffany right. just they, wants the money. Hey, dude, yes. we made a deal. Yes. Give me the money, right? We always the, delay. If you if you are you know in the losing end, what's your what's your recourse? You delay and delay. By the <laughs> way, the as of January 2000, uh, 31st, 2019, the estimated total assets of Tiffany are 5.33 billion. Which is not compared to sixteen. So they're paying billion. eight billion for blue sky and yeah. happy days. Total wow. equity, three point one two billion. Mm. Shocker. So why are they? I guess do they think it's worth more because maybe that's why Tiffany said we don't want to sell sixteen. Sold. <laughs> exactly. Right now. Show me the money. Shocker. French company wants to surrender a deal. Oh. <laughs> we'll be back. We're going to talk about the FBI and a lawsuit. See you. Bye. Final segment of Radio Law Talk for today. Coming up very shortly. You won't want to miss any of it. Stay tuned.
Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. 
it's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. This is Radio Law Talk. All right, back to the show. Got a little harp on that. That's so, never a good sign with the windows. Wait, stand by, Fred. I want to play this. Hold on. Here oh, we you go. want to play Three, something for Three, two, us? one, go. Radio Law Talk All right. and radiolawtalk.com. There we go. So what happens, Cal, as a producer and yeah. not, not a, a non-lawyer, what happens when the FBI wants to do surveillance on a foreign national, someone from another country? Yet they're talking to someone or emailing something, someone within the states that's a citizen. So the person is a citizen of another country, but yep. is not within the country at the time? Yeah, no, yeah, they're in Sri Lanka, let's say. Okay, whatever. well, I would think that they're outside of their jurisdiction because the CIA is supposed to handle all the foreign stuff, and the FBI is not supposed to. So I would think that they'd have to get some kind of special super-duper permission from somebody. But does the person from Sri Lanka have any rights at all? They should Un- know they're under surveillance doesn't know no they don't they so the answer is they don't have a right at all there's they, their constitutional rights i would think that they don't they're not united states citizen they don't have constitutional protections but then how do they have the right to be observed and snooped upon by our law enforcement agency if they're it's not like a, a citizen i mean is that a dumb question sure no why why can't they mm-hmm. go ahead no, i'm sorry Todd. go ahead I'm yeah. the, the issue here let's just make it even more simple cal you place an international call. You are at your residence in the state of California, but you call that person in Sri Lanka, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So the government, because they are engaged in foreign intelligence surveillance, right. wants to hear what the person from Sri Lanka is saying because they're guarding against Americans, trying to protect American security. The problem is they have a U.S. citizen on the line as well who does have constitutional protections. Correct. So how... Do they get around that? How do they how do they justify the surveilling of a conversation that includes a U.S. citizen and a non-U.S. citizen when the U.S. citizen has rights? My guess is on the enforcement side, when they file a complaint, they would redact all of the stuff that the U.S. citizen said. But the question is, how do they even get justification to monitor the call? Because as a U.S. citizen, do you have an expectation of privacy in your conversation if you think it's just between you and somebody else? I would think so. It's true. So what does the Constitution say about when the government is able to overcome that expectation of privacy? Warrant. Warrant. So the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution says that if you have an expectation of privacy and the government wants to override that, they have to go in and get a warrant. And in the warrant process, they have to show to a judge, look, these are all the facts that we have produced, and there is probable cause to believe that this person is – that doing so will – either uncover this crime, show that this crime has occurred, it's about to occur, is in the process of occurring, and will lead to or lead to information that will help us gain more information. If the judge believes there is probable cause, the judge can issue a warrant. And when they do, then they can go ahead and listen on your phone calls. But what about the Sri Lankan? Well, they don't have that right. Now the, the they issue... don't have any constitutional rights. So. No protections. So, nope. 
But okay. but here's the deal. So normally you would say, well, if they don't have any, then they can listen in. But what people forget is because you have an American on the other end of that line, it doesn't matter whether Sri Lankan has constitutional rights. The American does. So you need to go to a judge to get this warrant signed. And there's a special court designed for the issuance of those that's warrants. The, and especially the, national that's security. That's the, the FISA court. Is that is the FISA yes. court, the, the Foreign yeah. Intelligence Surveillance Act court. Now, the troubling thing is, recently there was an 83-page report, heavily redacted, that was submitted that says that the FBI regularly does not follow the rules. Now, here's the thing about the warrant mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. as a criminal defense attorney that is concerning when it comes to the issuance of a warrant. In court, if somebody is charged, you have counsel for the defendant, you have counsel for the prosecution, you got a judge, you duke it out. When warrants are sought, there is no representative for the defendant or the person being surveilled. It is the prosecution, the FBI, and the judge. There is no third party that represents the rights of the surveilled. And so in a situation like that, you need the confidence that the government is not going to be cutting corners, will be policing themselves to make sure that the the warrant process is scrupulously honored. And this report says that the FBI is regularly cutting corners. And the corners. members of the Trump campaign four years ago were saying, Tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the crux of that whole case, is it not? Yes, I mean, they, yeah, they have yeah, not yeah. done, this report says they've not done a very good job of policing themselves when it comes to following the rules that are supposed to exist when you get a warrant, because nobody's there to represent the surveilled, right? And so yeah, what if they don't? Who checks on them? I mean, that's how do the we... whole point. They're, that's supposed, the to have, point. they're yeah. supposed to have eth- ethics, the, the judges and the... Uh, the lawyers, and that's what, the, what the, that's all about. And, and that's, and you know, the interesting thing is this document said, troubling, that there were courts that even noted that the rules were not being followed and yet still reauthorized well, the program right. for another year. Wow. Wow. Right, no repercussions. So, so it's like, if you know about it, so you got to police yourself. What happens if it comes to light? Well, then you'd hope that the court would say it's got to do it, and the court says, well, yeah. shame on you guys. Yeah. But go ahead and keep doing what you're doing. They've seen way too many movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. The road it's well, there, yeah. there is a written justification requirement and um, for the warrant, and that's what's not being followed. And the court hasn't implemented that. So, so it has not been implemented. Thus, they have not really taken any consequence or have made the FBI have consequences for lack of following the requirement because it hasn't been implemented. Do we sue the court? How does that work? I mean, so so So, now what? So what's the sanction? The sanction typically is if the Fourth Amendment is not followed and and evidence is acquired, ultimately, if charges are brought and the defense can prove that the Fourth Amendment was not followed, then any evidence that was secured as a result of that violation is suppressed. Right. And the difficulty I see there is, really, it takes me being charged to finally get redress for my con- the constitutional violation, right. that's the problem I see. With and, it. Yeah, and, you know, that's you, exactly you, right. You say, what's the big deal? But if you're charged, the costs and the chaos in your life just from being charged is right. a nightmare. Well, Absolutely. not just that. The yeah. media nowadays with the social, the media, right. it's right. you're guilty until proven Immediately. innocent. Immediately. Right. Yeah. 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 
Todd, we had a really quick one that you were going to talk about briefly. Todd's a former well, prosecutor, and this is some good stuff. Well, we, we covered about. this case. I believe the name of the guy was Curtis Flowers uh, in Mississippi, I want to say it was. He was facing being charged or being tried a seventh time for a quadruple homicide, having received mistrials in the previous six trials. He'd been in custody wow. for nearly 20 years. And finally, the AG's office from that state said, all right, we're not going to try you a seventh time. We'll dismiss the but case. But he's been sitting there 20 years. Yes, he was finally released oh. last December on bond, had been in custody since his arrest in 96 up to the uh, up to Ugh. last December, being tried six different times and having mistrials as a result of hung juries or court dismissing a case because of prosecutorial misconduct or a combination. And now he finally is no longer going to be charged. So this I, I don't understand why that is. If he If he has... Hung juries, why, why can't they out? continue? Yeah, how can they continue to justify holding him in custody? That's the way the law is written. Well, guess what? I'm I'm bringing a civil action. Uh, this is court's oh, yeah. gone bad here. This whole segment's right. been court's gone oh, bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a we really appreciate you guys joining us at KREI. This is our three-hour show. We had a great time. Appreciate you listening. If you have a station, if you're listening live on our. Uh, on our uh, www.radiolawtalk.com website, C- call your local station and say, look, you got to carry us because, you know, nobody wants to miss out on the most important thing in life, and that is what, Cal? Quick take. That's right. Fred, go first. Judge Ginsburg, whether I agree or disagree with your rulings, thank you for your service and treating me in a kind manner when I was sworn in by the U.S. Supreme Court. Thank you. Thank you, Fred. Way to pay a good tribute. Mr. Cunin. The Fourth Amendment violations will not stop until personal liability is associated with the people that violate your Fourth Amendment rights. Denise, what is your final take? Well, my take is Nicki Minaj is no weird Al Yankovitz. Um, She's not parroting (laughs) Tracy Chapman. She's just stealing her words. Um, I'm on Tracy Chapman's side on this one. And your opinion. Good opinion. That's my opinion. Hey, we'll be back next week, 9 to 5 Pacific time, every single Saturday. 9 to noon. 9 to noon. Yeah. 9 to noon. That's true. Not about 5. We'll be back. (laughs) We're getting tired. Cal, just keep doing it. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly with no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. 
This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power & Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. 